it is, ladies and gents. We're ready to rock today. I got a great show for you. 3,000 miles worth of show in 30 minutes. So let's get this thing rock and rolling. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Is your business in need of customers? Then you found the right show. Hernan Cias is the business bro, and he makes getting customers fun and easy. Watch, listen, and learn as each episode is designed to sell. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah, all right, dude. Let's drop some heat. Who do we got on the show today? There are only a few people in this world that set a goal, take action, and turn that goal into a reality. You gotta have you. You gotta really be a sharp individual to make that happen. I mean, you got to cut through all the BS and realize that there are no excuses that can derail your plans. Our guest is about to embark on a 3,000-mile bike ride across the U.S., leaving Florida and riding back here to San Diego, California. The goal? To raise money for Angel Wings, a nonprofit that built and operates a hospital in Haiti. And he's a leader and someone that I'm honored to call my friend. So let's welcome to the show, leader of the Justice League 5 a.m. club, top sales rep at Cutco, dedicated philanthropist, comedian, and one hell of a great guy, Eric Gilman. Woo! All right, dude. Welcome to the show. Boom, dude. I love it. I gotta, you gotta hype yourself up sometimes, right? I know you got the yes. soundboard and everything going, but. I've seen it and heard it so many times, these intros on business bros. It's truly an honor to be here, and you bring such a phenomenal energy to it, and uh, it's good to be back with y'all. Dude, I'm excited to have you on the show, dude. Not only because I, I literally feel like I'm doing this every single day for the last couple of years, uh, except I get to do a little more talking than you do this time, so it's pretty freaking awesome. Uh, let's start off with the very first question, the one that's always the most important, the reason why you're doing this in the first place. Why are you doing this? Because I want to know. Why are you doing this? I love the movie clips, by the way. <laughs> it's awesome. And it starts with why. That's always. everything starts with why. So much so. So Eric Rides for Hope is a cross-country bicycle ride from Miami to San Diego to raise a quarter million dollars for a medical clinic. So it's Angel Wings International is the nonprofit, but just here on the front of our portion here, it says the reason why, and that's how we want it to start. It starts with why, this is the Eric Rides for Hope sponsor pack, it's all available and we'll send it all out. But anywho, the building, we actually, this building here is a medical clinic that we built. I built it myself, it's in Haiti. So we'll talk more about the connection of how I got there, but. Um, long story short, we raised the million dollars plus we went there seven plus times. We built this building from the ground up and it's currently serving the rural Haitian community, saving thousands of lives a year, delivering hundreds of babies a month. It's absolutely wild. Dude, how much is it? Does it like, I'm, you're trying to raise a certain amount of money. How much does it cost to like put together a project like this to raise that kind of money? What's the goal? Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's interesting how you start with a plan and then it just so ends so differently than when it was originally planned. We've raised over at this point over $1.6 million through all grassroots uh, donations, much of it from the Cutco community that is my business that's funding this. But um, yeah, so it was $1.6 million. The goal <clears throat> for Eric Rides for Hope 
is a quarter million dollars. And that was a very intentional number. Uh, we've already raised over $45,000. We just got a big sponsorship yesterday from uh, Therabody. Well, I'll just tell you, from Theragun and Therabody. Um, pretty exciting stuff. We've got, yeah, make it rain. Make yes. it rain. Oh, that was a beautiful feeling. I, I just want that. <laughs> that all the time. Uh, for the listeners, you just made it rain on the screen. Um, and yeah, Cutco's donated $8,000. That was a massive donation too. So our averages are pretty high and great. Anywho, uh, the goal is a quarter million. And um, yeah. Quarter million dollars, dude. Um, there's so many different ways that you've fundraised in the past that are fun. What made you choose this one? In other words, what do you do? What are you yeah. doing? Yeah, I appreciate you bringing up things in the past. So this is Eric Rides for Hope. I'm riding a bicycle across country. I've done before, though, leading up to it. I think this is part of the process with anything we do is six years ago, I did Eric Fights for Hope. Uh, there was a six, five-round boxing match with my best friend. We raised $1,200 in one night. I should have just cut a check for the money instead of beating the crap out of my best friend. But <laughs> we did it. It's on YouTube. I won. Uh, I, <laughs> I wouldn't go on a podcast, tell people about it unless I'd won. Prior to that was Eric Runs for Hope. I did the San Diego Rock and Roll Marathon. I raised $2,500. The point being, it's a process. Anything, anyone who's built anything big, which this has turned into something way beyond what I ever thought it would be um, in a positive way, uh, is, is embrace that process, right? And so what are we, what are we actually, what are we doing here? Um, is we breaking it down to the ridiculous? So yeah, but go, sorry, I got distracted, sidetracked. Question. What do we do? What do we do? What, like, no, you explain exactly what you're doing. That the riding across the country uh, is a progression on what you've been doing to raise money for for what you're up to, right? So let's yeah. talk about the problem that you're solving, right? Because there's obviously this is one is not a one and done thing. You you raise the money, you were able to build this hospital, um, but now that you have it in place you actually have to operate it right so like you know what problems are you solving for them hey we've got a problem here and i think too and we you know we definitely we're solving oh, the immediate problem in in haiti is it's a medical clinic so it's a greatly needed dire need in haiti and and they're talking about where the money that was the previous question too where the money's going to go and how it's going to directly go to that uh, it's to pay the haitian doctors at the clinic and we're funding to a new uh, build on a OBGYN, an extension of the clinic. So our clinic has current last year, and this is hard to wrap your head around. So I'm on the board of directors for Angel Wings International. When I found out about these numbers, I didn't even believe it. We we delivered over 1,500 children last year. Oh. Uh, and it's just, it's crazy. So that's like a big part of what we're doing. And it's a super underserved area as much as, you know, the average person in Haiti lives off of $8 a week. It's it's really crazy. You know, the country's in, in a lot of turmoil right now. And uh, the good news is of that is our clinic is a beacon of hope. And that's why it's Eric Rides for Hope. That's what we built with that building. Um, and I have a, another note, remember, I want to go back to as well. But that, that's kind of what we're doing. And tying to the other question too previously and stuff that I definitely wanted to talk about today is how are you doing it, right? What are we doing here? Yeah, is yeah. Any big goal? You break, we're breaking it down, man. We're breaking it down to the ridiculous. And what I'm going to talk to people, and I'm going to speak to people along the way, um, students and bike shops, entrepreneurs about, I wrote a book, uh, The Power to Change, about making small changes over a long period of time. So, um, but the point being 
is key daily actions, or as we call it, I learned it as your KDA. What is your key daily action? Like, what is the thing that you got to break it down to the ridiculous? So you say it is 3,000 miles, or if it is actually it's 3,200 miles, but then one day I just like 3,200 miles, that sounds impossible. Well, you divide it by 80, well, that's 40 miles a day or 40 days of riding. Mm. You know, and I can ride 80 miles in a day, which for a lot of people I understand is still a lot of miles. Rode my bicycle from San Diego to Las Vegas four years ago. The Eric Rides for Hope dream has been going on for over six years. It's wild that we're three weeks away from starting this journey. The point being, I've just failed a bunch, man. Fail forward is a big you know, thing I like to talk about and is a con theme I hear on this show. Um, but embrace that process. Like I... We don't even have to get into all the details. I know the time is tight here today. There are so, if I told you all the things we don't know about this ride are still unknowns. Like, <laughs> Well, I want to know, man, because you never know. Some of those people out there might have a solution to that, right? And they want to reach out. So like, what, yeah, what I, is I have one I want to share. And, and I do also want to mention too, it's crazy about like the fight for hope, right? And this is, it's cool. And it just occurred to me the other day. I did a, again, five round boxing match. My best friend at a gym in San Diego, big promotion thing. Um, we had a hundred people there. We raised a bunch of money. It was a whole thing. I trained for four months. I was looking at the pictures the other day and I was like, I didn't have that venue until the Wednesday before the fright, the fight. <laughs> I was promoting it like crazy, man. I'm like, I'm yet at the same time running around town, just being like, Hey, can I have a underground boxing match at your profession? <laughs> and, um, it just worked out. And like all the, you know, it all the chips fall into place like right at the last minute. I've got I got story after story about that, but I want to share because we do have an immediate need that I'm just going to, I'm throwing out in the universe in a big way, if I can share that. Yeah, absolutely. So we're taking a vehicle from San Diego to Miami and then taking it back. We're coming back to Miami or coming back to San Diego on May 7th. I'm making sure I'm pointing to the right side of the shirt here. Um, I'm looking for a vehicle sponsor. So this just news in today, uh, I thought I'd be able to fit everything into my Honda Accord. It's not going to happen. Uh, it's what I'm now calling the best worst case scenario. It's doable, but um, I'm, I've reached out to several like moving companies, transport companies, transportation companies, uh, people, you know, have an extra minivan, truck or trailer. Uh, we're just looking for something. And the, what it gets them is a, a banner sponsorship as one of our key you know, people who's going to help. So anyway, I got to throw that out in the universe. I'd be remiss if we finished our live podcast here and I didn't I didn't put it out there. No, 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 it was perfect, dude, because, I mean, literally the next question was going to be anyway. I am looking for qualities beyond the physical. Who's, who's your ideal client? Like, who are you looking for? And that, that's really the key, right? But it's not just the car sponsor is awesome, too, but there are other people who can help as well, right? So who else are you looking for? Yeah, great question. Uh, the car sponsor is something that's just immediate and literally top of mind as of today, most current. But we have several different opportunities to be involved. So... I think, does this one say, nope, we have, uh, well, the t-shirt, the other one says at your name here on the back, but um, we have different levels to be involved for sponsorship. So I've got this super amazing jersey that my team made for me. And uh, on the back, we've got lots of space for sponsors, as well as obviously a vehicle. We're putting a banner together. So who does a sponsor look like? Again, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It doesn't have to be a big company. The majority of our supporters are small to medium-sized businesses. Um, Shout out to uh, Psychology Cycle Shop in Pacific Beach, our newest bike sponsor. Um, really Ooh. huge, yeah, uh, big supporter. And um, 
uh, moment bicycle. So it doesn't have to have to be a, someone, you know, owns a bike shop um, or any small to medium sized business for that matter, but they are just a recently signed out as our sponsor and we're picking up momentum. So people, you know, want to be involved. You know, we have sponsors in the real estate industry. Obviously a lot of my clients that work in that industry. Um, we have a donut shop, uh, a coaching company, uh, moving companies, everything. So we're looking for anyone who just really wants to get involved with most importantly, you know, we love to put your name out there, but the big thing here is this money is going to an incredible cause. So if you like donating to, to good things that are 100% grassroots nonprofits, this ride is 100% self-funded. Eric Rides for Hope is funded by Eric. Um, so the money, it all goes directly to Angel Wings International. And that every dollar counts, dude. I've been to Haiti four times. I watch it's a It's a wild place. And like $33 is the average that it costs to treat a patient. So, you know, again, I'll say that again. It costs $33 to save someone's life. Uh, healthcare is a great thing. Average person living off of $8 a week. So when it's like, oh, I only have 50 bucks. When you tell me that, like you tell that to the person whose blood that went to or, you know, the medical supplies you use to solve the infection in their foot. Like it's not just 50 bucks. It's not the money we usually spend out in ha uh, half an hour at happy hour or, you know, in three nights out of the weekend or whatever. So, um, yeah, what we're looking for. Sponsors, supporters, nonprofits, things like that. People to people to get involved at any level. We have all different levels of sponsorship too. So, so people also can donate directly, right? They don't have to do a sponsor package. Maybe they want to give twenty bucks, ten bucks, hundred bucks, whatever it is, right? That's also a possibility. Best thing to do, and I just noticed a logo behind you is one of our sponsors too. Love it. I'll give him a shout out in a second. I'll give you. I'll, I'll let you guess. It's not the mushroom. No, uh, it's the one next to the mushroom. It's yeah, that of Fulgerson. Shout out to Dan, Dan Fulgerson. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and he connected me too with, uh, he's good friends with Artem over at the boxing club. And Eric Rides for Hope has been trained for at the boxing club. So thank you for Dan and uh, Artem for making that connection happen. I've been training there on and off since I'm 16. Local San Diego gym. The Bulldog built, the Bulldog building, baby. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Dan's a great guy, dude. I have one other person I want to bring up, but I'm going to see if he comes up naturally. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, all right. All right. So, yeah, before the, again, before the Battle Fulgerson thing, um, the money uh, we're talking about. Donations, like regular people can donate like a couple bucks here and there. So everything is Eric Rides for Hope. EricRidesForHope.com. Our largest donation has been $10,000. Our smallest donation has been a dollar. We're accepting all donations, even and in between. Um, even larger ones, if you have them, but, uh, it, it's basically, yeah, there's, it, it goes directly to, we've got the GoFundMe set up. So it goes directly to the nonprofit and that money is currently being used every single day, man. We could talk, we could go into details about this. Like I came up with Eric rise for hope because I built this building from the ground up. And after we opened it on the seven year anniversary of the earthquake. So seven years later to the day, we cut the ribbon on this thing that saves lives every day. Um, dude, we lost a lot of our funds. We lost a lot of funding uh, and nothing, per nothing against any individual person, but a lot of people's money, credit cards expire, monthly donations die off. People are like, Oh, I thought you did it. And we're like, yeah, we did do it. We built a free hospital. We need the money. <laughs> um, gauze doesn't grow on trees. Uh, so we put it all together. So just one day, man, I was out, I mean, again, long story short, but like riding my bike, this was after Eric fights for hope. Eric runs for hope again, built on the, on the massive things before that. 
just had that aha moment where I was on my bike and I, you know, quote myself, I was like, Oh my gosh, boom. And it just hit. So, um, yeah, having that big thing to that bigger why to work for it. Dude. One of my favorite stories that you tell is, um, when you guys were building it, right. And the meal incident happens, right. And I, I, I feel like it gives people a good idea and perspective of what life is like. Cause like, dude, th- before our show, I was looking out my window and I can see all of downtown. And I'm just thinking to myself, I have a really good life, right? Like, I have problems. Yeah, I deal with stuff every single day, of course. But I have a really good life. And that's not the case everywhere in the world. So if you don't mind, like, can you share that story and just, you know, give people an understanding of what reality is like outside of the U.S. sometimes? Absolutely. Yeah. appreciate you bringing that up. I, I love the art of storytelling. I'm a Toastmaster and I always really appreciate hearing back what people like, what story kind of resonated. Cause I'm just spouting stuff all the time. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was a, an interesting, I think that was my second trip to Haiti and we were there. And so we're building this clinic. We're uh, anywhere from about 20 to 30 volunteers plus a crew of about 10 Haitian guys working on site and long days man i mean that's another story is just like the, the and i'll sum it up in the last <laughs> tangent in the last week leading up to the clinic opening we opened on the seven year anniversary of the earthquake it's a pretty hard deadline flights were coming in people were going on i slept 17 hours 17 in the entire week leading up to, to that clinic opening delusion in another level these haitian energy, <laughs> powerful things man um so um yeah leading back to the we were there so we're on a construction site we get there you know early in the morning we have lunch lunchtime they bring in it's generally like a haitian the traditional lunch a big big thing of rice and uh some beans and some either goat is the popular meat there or chicken if they have a vegetable salad all these things anywho it's lunchtime things are coming up um we got word on it like hey lunch is going to be late and you know this this the story really relates back to your perspective on you know, is the glass half full or glass glass half empty? And I like to say that it's completely full. It's full of air and full of water at the same time. Um, but lunch just didn't show up. And, you know, we got word, but it's 12 o'clock lunchtime. Like, no, no lunch. No, one o'clock with lunch. No, it's not, it's not going to be here yet. Uh, two o'clock comes around. Lunch was promised. Like, two, there was a whole, we have a whole joke, a running joke in Haiti. Like, 20 minutes. Give it 20 minutes. Like, everything's going to come in 20 minutes. <laughs> um it never came man and people are at this point you know I'm, I'm hungry but i'm trying not to bitch about it people are just it's not getting positive around here and it's 100 degrees we're sweating out and it's you know about 3 45 4 o'clock people are already get finally the lunch arrives Woo! but like we're pushing through we're all you know we're american we're fat enough to just to persist we just like to complain a lot that's just how that works. <laughs> um anyway it shows up and before we all dig in uh, my good friend and one of the leaders at Angel Wings International and one of the chief builders behind our whole project, Carl Drew, one of the, the dreamers of this whole thing. Um, yeah, I could have put us on pause. He goes, just before you think about this, before you guys eat, um, just realize what if right now when lunch just arrived, I just said all of a sudden, like, in fact, actually, lunch isn't going to come. And everyone mm. kind of like, what? <laughs> Don't take our food. Uh, but no, and then we got back to the hotel and I told you the dinner was canceled for the night. Mm. And everyone's kind of looking, he goes in and in the morning when we wake up starving and famished and about to come back to the construction site, I let you know that there's a chance we might have lunch today. Ooh, maybe. 
And he goes, that's a situation a lot of the people, most of the people, or a lot of the people are living in in the country that we're helping here. Some of the guys that we're even on site with right now who, you know, we luckily and gratefully, we, we, we supply a lot of jobs in Haiti, um, both doctors and now construction. This new parts can be built by Haitian workers supervised by us. Um, so there's a lot of money coming in that way. But the point being, going back to the average person living off of $8 a week, it's not really an option to, you know, get a, even a luxurious lunch, let alone food and sometimes water for a lot of people. Um, and that always just kind of stuck with me as this huge perspective. And I think of so many times and I share this, you know, with, people don't want to hear this when they're super hungry. I'm like, I'm sorry <laughs> story about being even hungrier. Like people never want to hear that. But I like to share it with people if they're open to hearing about it. But whenever I hear like, oh, I'm starving, like I'm dying. Like no, I'm, you're not. I haven't had any <laughs> breakfast. It's almost two. Like I'm dying, man. Just yeah. Drink and, some water. You'll be fine. So, so just thank you for letting me to share that. It's all about that perspective of 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 what you're doing here and, and keeping it simple. Yeah, dude, and and that's really what it comes down to. Perspective is everything. I mean, you know, one one of the things we talk about in Justice League is is that attitude of gratitude, right? Like, what are you thankful for? Because at the end of the day, that gives you the perspective that you know you if you can do better. For me, it's like then then do better. Yeah. Like if you can do more, then then do more. And and don't just talk about it. Like actually be about it. Do the thing. Another one of the stories, and this kind of shows the tenacity that you have, um, is the double phone, nah. right? And and so you know, talk to me a little bit about the double phone story because it shows that how you know how hard are you actually willing to work to achieve a goal that you set for yourself, right? And that means a lot because uh, you weren't a very good student, apparently. Dude, I, I love, thank you for bringing, you're, you're really picking and choosing some, some of my fan favorites. <laughs> this is not solicited, you didn't ask me which stories to share or anything. Um, yeah, no, I was not a good student. I got kicked out of high school. My last day of junior year, they told me not to come back because I was <laughs> derelict in all different types of ways. And they said, you're not welcome here. And so I ended up doing my senior year somewhere else that still led to problems with cops and whatnot. But that's why I wrote the book, The Power to Change. This one's highlighted for my message and whatnot. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, the double phone, the old bat phone, as I used to call it. Dude, hold on. I found it recently. No way, the flip phone. <laughs> there it is. So this is it. This is the actual bat phone. I, yes, man, I couldn't have planned this better. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been with Cutco, selling Cutco knives. And I noticed you got one over your top left there. You got a killer background. Uh, I've been with Cutco. Um since melody I, actually says i'm gonna hit time out here because this is a good question do you sell the t-shirts or wrist bracelets for your cause absolutely yeah so you can make a donation to and we can put it in the chat directly to awi haiti a, a angel wings international awi all caps haiti um and uh you can make a donation and put it eric rides for hope t-shirt they're 25 dollars, and i'll follow up with you and then the bracelets we sell for a dollar at live events. Uh, I can throw one in with some t-shirts. Just just DM me or message me correctly. But everything is available. We do have spots, obviously, for sponsors. But yeah, thank you for asking that question. Uh, and shout out to uh, Duds by Dudes, who supplied these awesome shirts. And is going to be a sponsor along the way as well. Local, local San Diego company. Speaking of, a uh, friend of mine from high school. That's how I know the company. The one that I got kicked out of, not the second one. Uh, <laughs> but um Double phone. So, uh, again, been selling Cutco since high school. 
And another person, I'm just going to give him a, a shout out. I'm, I'm full of them as we both are a lot, you know, we're both connectors. You know, I was talking yep. about that earlier on a national podcast or national webinar, be a, be a connector and it's Cutco relevant, but it was mentioned on the other podcast I listened to of yours recently. Uh, Mr. Steve Haru, uh, just, yes. a, just a, and a, 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 a stable in the real estate training world community and a huge Cutco pillar. Uh, he was a top district manager for years in the Cutco communities. And like me and many other Cutco alumni, Hal Elrod or John Rulin or John Broman, there's a lot of Johns, John Israel, you know, writing good books. Um, he's gone on to really help a lot of people and do big things. And that's one of the, one of the, Steve Haru, that's one of the many things that comes out of Vector and Cutco um, alumni. And yeah, I heard him you know, on the show the other day and I feel like he's just introduced me to so many people and yeah great dude so anyway let's get to it bad phone be determined break it down it goes down to breaking it down to the ridiculous this is circa i don't know you can guess by the look of the phone uh 2000 and i was graduating from sdsu the next year so 2011 to 2013 and i uh recently purchased a client list for i guess from another person who was retiring from the business so i had this awesome problem that if you stick around business long enough, seems to happen magically between years five and seven. Yep. All of a sudden, you go from dying for leads, hunting leads, needing leads, to like, wait a minute, I have too I many. Have oh. Too many. All of a sudden, and it's just like that, and that's that diamond in the coal mine that a lot of people give up before in most industries. Um, Any man, I got like the list of like seven hundred people all together, and uh, not you know not a lot of time, and I was going to school full time. Selling Cutco, still trying to maintain a social life, living in Pacific Beach, doing that whole thing. So the only way to make it work was I would go to Brugger's Bagels and I bought the coffee card. It was $100 for the year. And you know how they're like, oh, yeah, I'll never drink that much coffee. Well, they lost money on me, bro. <laughs> they got it back in the bagels eventually. But the point being, um, I would go there at least two to three days a week. And they knew me. Like, I'd show up at opening at 6.30, 7 in the morning. I'd be there. Some nights I would I'd pull all nighters and it would just so I could get up and do the whole thing, and uh, yeah, man, hit it, hit them phones like they slapped your mama, as we used to say. Just both both phones. I just I figured out that it takes 13 seconds on average between when you press send and the average person answers. It takes 10 seconds for the first dial a lot of the time. Fifth, and you know I'm, I'm filling in numbers here. These are rough estimates, but I did the math on it. I did what I did for Eric rides for hope. I broke it down to the ridiculous, you know. Wolf of Wall Street or Pursuit. Of, this was height of when I saw Pursuit of Happiness. Every yes. time I go to the bathroom, I lose money. Every time I hang up the phone, I lose money. So I have, would have scenarios. And it happened very few times, but it totally would happen. Where like I'm on the phone ringing and I would click send. As soon as I heard by the third ring, I'd click send for the next one. So I was gambling. <laughs> to pick up Because after the third ring, the likelihood they would pick up goes down significantly. And even if they did, the timing would still work out. But sometimes like, I would literally answer the phone on like cold calls. These are like people who do not know me. Like, hello? I'm like, yeah, could you hold for just a moment, please? I'm just wrapping up another call. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, what? and I'm like, it's the cut cut representative. I'm coming to sharpen your knives. If you could just hold, please. And I was like, <laughs> Five in the morning, they've never met me before, and just <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, but that's funny. That was the first year, I believe. And again, I'm mixing timelines, I'm pretty sure that was the first year, or the year after that, it was my first year selling over $150,000 worth of Cutco in a single year, qualifying for a company trip. Um, you know, all the all the bells and whistles I want to sword, it's still here in the office, but like it comes with that extra, like it's not all the time, it's not every day, 
But when you're on, you got to be on. I think that really is another point I want to drive home with what Eric Rides for Hope is, what other business owners, I think, you know, they dilly dally, man. Like yes. be intentional with your time. Like the if you want to be a great quote I learned early on in my career that I just I treasure so much is if you want to live a life by design, you must become a master architect. Mm. I like that because I like I always say to live life by design, but the master architect, that's the trick right there. That's the real work. Well, you have to take time to plan it. You know, one of my biggest assets of my week is me and my girlfriend sit down every single week and it's in our calendar time block shared thing. It says plan a great week Mm. because if we don't and we've you know, we've been doing this now for like a year. If we don't like I'll just we'll miss each other. Oh, you're eating lunch at noon. I'm eating lunch at one. How stupid was it that I could have been doing it at this time or that time? Like, oh, you're getting dry cleaning while I'm hanging out watching TV right now. We could have just lined this up if you went earlier. And you could do this with your whole family, your life, or you know, yourself, whatever. Um, but you gotta plan it, man. It's just master planning. It's just that's really all this ride has come down to is just my calendar is my friend and my worst. That's, <laughs> that's also the thing, right? Like the fact that you have a life that is going to allow you to go to Florida and then ride your bike back for the next at least 40 days. Like this is this is what you are doing in your life. You literally are an example of what happens when you plan correctly. So this ride is already a success and it hasn't even begun yet. You're gonna get more sponsorships. You're gonna find more people. So one more time before we head out. Say hello to my little friend. How can we get a hold of you? Awesome. <laughs> I love you, Hernan. It's so good to be with you, dude. And uh, as we are, we're having a pause on the Justice League for the ride, I miss seeing you every morning, but just grateful to, to know you and James. Shout out to the to the bros. Uh, but yeah, you can get a hold of me at ericridesforhope.com. is going to be the fastest, easiest way to donate. We're going to have things tracking the ride, you know, updating it daily. Uh, we do have a Facebook page, Eric Rides for Hope. And then, of course, the Instagram is Eric Rides for Hope. So just kind of keep it as simple as possible. The Instagram is going to be the easiest way and most updated way. And I'm planning on probably doing a Facebook Live every evening. But um, again, every dollar goes directly back to the clinic. We've raised almost $50,000 so far. And I'm taking off March 17th. We're going to be back here in San Diego, May 7th, for a very, very big event. Location, TBD. Uh, <laughs> it's one of three places. Again, we're failing forward. I was just informed by the parks that it's not gonna. It's not gonna be at Fiesta Island. But the point is, it's <laughs> not gonna be Fiesta Island. So don't go there on May seventh. But we'll keep you posted where to go. And uh, I just appreciate the opportunity to share. If other opportunities have come up, you know, let me know. And uh, yeah, thank you. We're not just doing this for money. We're doing it for a shitload of money. And that's what we're gonna raise, ladies and gents. That's what we're looking to do. So let's see. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. All right, here's what it comes down to, ladies and gents. My friend, Eric Gilman, is going to ride his bike across the country to raise funds for a hospital, a free hospital in Haiti. So look, if you got a little place in your heart or you got a couple bucks to spare, you can follow him at Eric Rides for Hope or you can just make some donations or sponsorships, a lot of things available to help this ride. I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't pedal for him. You can't put shade over his head. You can't do any of those things, but you can donate to the cause and make the ride just a little bit easier every single 
pedal all the way through. So ladies and gents, one more time, Eric writes for hope.com. Eric writes for hope.com. Eric. I'm going to also just, I want to make it, it's a win-win for everybody. I, I'm the number one purchaser of my book. I send them out to people who support me because I have my intent to, if you do something in the world, you should share it with people. So what I'm going to do for anyone who donates, if you comment business bros, uh, through the Eric Rides for Hope website, I will send you a signed copy of my book as well. Oh, there it is, ladies and gents. And dude, some great stories. I mean, if if you think you're in a tough spot, just wait till you read some of those stories where Eric was and where he is today. Traumatic difference, dramatic, huge difference. Uh, all all because you just plan what you want to do going forward. Eric, dude, last little thing. We're we're a big video testimonial thing. That's what we do. So, what was your experience like on the Bros? The bros is high-packed energy from the start to the finish. I've been on a lot of different podcasts, different shows and interviews. And anytime I've been with this crew, uh, the crew, the bros, uh, Hernan, it's just A, a lot of fun and B, a lot of production, both quality and quantity uh, across the board. So I'm just honored anytime I can get the opportunity to be on the business bros because it's always had such a positive impact on my business, on my life, on my sphere. And um, just couldn't say enough good things about you guys. Business. You the, yeah. you the man, dude. All right. Uh, hey, your, your process and cut code, your systems that you've put in place with sharp retention, those are amazing. So I kind of want a little bit of feedback. What do you think of our marketing process? Everything from booking to being on the show and you haven't even experienced the after <laughs> post show. I'm here, man. We didn't even, it was click, click, boom. And uh, I loved it. I love the process. I love the reminder text, the email. I'm sure you were staying up late last night, putting together a custom email, sending it to me and texting me earlier this morning. And, and of course you weren't because you have systems. <laughs> uh, and businesses, Brian Buffini says, anyone who wants to live a big life with a big business needs big systems. And that's what we have at Sharp Retention. Uh, that's what you have, you know. And of course, if anyone needs gifts or wants to talk that, just send me the same channels and everything. I'm happy to happy to do that. All that funds Eric rides for hope as well. So, um, but yeah, it's it's the system of everything. It's been super smooth. I'm excited for the post show. So, well, and oh, the final shout out I have to give to Rochelle DeYoung, or as I call her, Rochelle De Awesome. Uh, she is my director of operations. She's incredible. She's been running the show on the back end, really coordinating everything. So. Nice, nice, nice. Teamwork makes the dream work, man. Dude, I have I have this one, but you got to change uh, he to she. I think he's wonderful. There you go, man. I think she's wonderful. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, uh, that wraps it up for today. Make sure you guys check it out. EricWritesForHope.com. EricWritesForHope.com. Uh, you're, you're literally donating to somebody who busts their ass every day to make the world a better place, to put a smile on your face. So, I mean, if that isn't something that people are just shining stars in this world, I don't know what is. I mean, there's no other greater cause than to put a smile on somebody's face. And this is one way that you can do it by helping a hospital. EricRidesForHope.com. EricRidesForHope.com. Ladies and gents, we'll see you guys again manana. Peace. And we're out. Thanks for watching The Business Bros. If you're ready to get more clients and want to work with The Business Bro, visit our website, www.businessbros.biz, and click on the Need More Customers button, or learn how to generate more referrals with our video testimonial packages. Go to www.businessbros.biz and start getting more customers.